Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pickaxe. Hello and welcome to movie podcast it's a movie discussion podcast where each of us have a curated list of films and we randomly select one each week to watch to discuss the next week i am simon the honey jew man diggy lane <laughs> close enough and i am george george i am george <laughs> he's george clooney <laughs> i am george <laughs> I'm George Clooney, <laughs> and I am joined by the ever-fragrant Brad Pitt. Yes, I'm G-Star Brad Games. Pitt! Yes! Yeah. Hello, welcome to this episode of your... Fuck me ragged. <laughs> and joined by me is uh, Julia Roberts, I guess? You could be Julia Roberts. Oh. Do I have to be Julia Roberts? Can't I be... You can be Andy Garcia, I guess. Okay, thank you. You mean Don Cheadle with his stupid fucking accent? <laughs> White governor. Alright, mate. Alright. Don Cheadle. And we're going to be in a right load of Barney. You know, Barney Rubble. Trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's right. We're talking about. Can you guess what film we're talking about this week, everybody? (laughs) It's Ocean's Eleven. It's Ocean's Eleven. G Star Games is pick second one in a row. Of course, locked out now. I am. Out. I am, and I'm happy. I'm happy with that. Why, God? Why? Did What's you your pick? problem? What's your problem? Ocean's this Eleven is basic go- ass. You're basic. Movie. You're basic. Leave Ocean's Eleven alone. This pumpkin spice latte of a movie. <laughs> what is your issue, bro? What is your problem? The Ugg boot of cinema. Yeah. No, no, the Ugg boot of heist movies. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ocean's Eleven. I like all of them. I like Ocean's Eleven. I like Ocean's Twelve. And I like Ocean's Thirteen. Have you watched the original 1960 Ocean's Eleven? It's I have right? not. Oh, okay. 
Oh, don't give me that. Like you're fucking putting I'm your nose up at me. I'm literally just sighing for breath, for oxygen, <laughs> to make it through this fucking recording with you. I'm not even sighing at what you're saying. I'm just sighing in general because you're here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you have. I haven't watched it either. Um, I have to confess. Um, okay. Not really okay. much interest in in watching it. Uh, I'm sure it's great, though. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. I think I still need oxygen from that big yomp that I gave at the beginning of the episode. Have a little um, puff on your puffer. Holy a shit! Bit of Frank Sinatra was Danny Ocean. Sammy yep. Davis Jr. Wow. Dean Mart. Wow. Yeah, five of the Rat Pack members from back in the day were in it. Holy shit, I think I should watch this. Oh, and uh, Cesar Romero was in it. Joker from uh, the Batman TV series. Remember he had his moustache under his makeup? Under his makeup? (laughs) What? (laughs) Beef knows what I'm talking about, right? Joker. Joker from the Bat... Adam West... Oh, Adam West, Batman. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Cesar yep. Romero. That wasn't his actual face. Like he did wear makeup. Yeah, he had makeup, but he he had a famously he had a mustache, and he didn't <laughs> shave off the mustache. You could see it under the white makeup. <laughs> so good. But yeah, he was in the OG film. That's iconic. Be, like I I wouldn't shave off my mustache either. I'd be like, this makes me look way more deranged. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're not wrong. So yeah, you you just love this film. This is oh, this I is like, a I like the Ocean's films. I think like all three of them are pretty good, and I think they get better as they, you know, as they go through Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Thirteen. I like. Did them. Did you watch uh, Now You See Me, the Magician, which is a a better version of this film? Uh, I would say. What? Now you see uh, me, the yeah. magician film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The magician film. The magician film. That's about right. About what? You are not saying they, this is. You are not. You are not. They do heists, You're but not. they use magic tricks to do it. You, I listen. I like now you see me, but I know you are not saying that it's better than Ocean's Eleven. That's what I'm saying. G Star Games, right up front. Wow, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm laying my cards on the table. Ah! <laughs> when you think you know someone and they go and say wow. I'm Michael Bloody wow. Kane and I've got a troop of magicians. Oh my god, it's Don Cheadle here. <laughs> Special guest John Cheadle. Joy. John oh. Cheadle. John Cheadle. <laughs> John Cheadle. So that's his that's his UK persona. As as Right, okay. I was I watched the whole film and I was like Oh well done! Who is that? That's the, <laughs> Who is the that bare minimum yeah, we honest, Honestly, it was it was touch and go there for a bit, and then I was like, Ooh. "Fuck!" I don't know. I turned it off at the credits. I was like, "I don't know who any of these people are because of my fucking face blindness." That I got Brad Pitt and Matt Damon confused for a bit. There. Oh my god! <laughs> um, what the fuck? So I I was like scrolling through who was in the film, and I was like, "But where's the guy that played Basher? Where is he? What's his name?" I scrolled and I scrolled and scrolled. I went on IMDb, I scrolled, scrolled a bit further. He's it says Don Cheadle in brackets uncredited. And I was like, is his accent yeah. that fucking bad that he just was like, I don't want to oh, be I, 
associated with oh, a bit too. of trivia for this. Oh, go on, go on. Don Cheat. Sorry, John Cheese. John Cheese. Don Cheadle. Um, Don Cheeseball. He wanted his billing to be above the title of the movie, much like George Clooney, Matt Damon, and Brad Pitt were. Right. And when they refused this demand of his, he asked not to be credited whatsoever. So what? it wasn't anything to do with his shit accent. No, but he was in the next two films. He's he's in twelve and thirteen as well. He is, um, which does make me wonder what happened in uh, Oceans One, Oceans Two, Ocean. <laughs> well, there's a reason why Danny Ocean is in prison. It's because it didn't work that well. The other no. ten times. The other ten times. <laughs> that's why he was like, "Oh, we've got eleven. That's enough. Oh, no, we've got ten. That's enough." And the Brad Pitt guy was like. No, we ain't got enough, but not he saying anything. He didn't even anything. say anything. Yeah. No, but like he was inferred, and so that's why, he, because he knew that the first ten times it it didn't work, it so doomed. he had to get another one. Yeah, fair. So yeah, Don Cheadle in in the next two films he was credited above the title. Um, so his Don't demands give in did to actually that. work out in the end. No, that's fucking bullshit. Didn't you love his character, though? No, that, he didn't <laughs> I, need to be. I didn't love any character. What? Brad Pitt was good, didn't he? I like Brad Pitt. Hated him. He was very likable. Was a likable man. Mean? You hated him. What? Why? He was a wanker. They're all wankers. I hated him. Oh my him. god. The, the, what? Okay. No, right. There was not a single. Oh no, wait. I did like the guy that played Saul. He was fun. I like him. Oh, the older gentleman. Yeah. Carl Reiner. Like- yeah. Director like of The else. Jerk. Oh, that's why I fucking love him then. <laughs> Can you believe it? Like, <laughs> isn't that odd that he was cast in it? That's really strange. Uh, he was apparently quite distracting behind the scenes because everyone would just like, you know, they'd go, oh, tell us your stories, Carl. Tell us your Hollywood anecdotes. I think he's awesome. What a badass. He was cool. Didn't like anyone else. What about Elliot Gould? With his weird right. anecdotes of like the heists gone wrong, as he eats his massive salad. <laughs> oh yeah, his, his his lovely lovely salad. I really appreciated the way that he shouted about. So which casino are you guys gonna rob? <laughs> like <laughs> just yelling it outside for everybody to hear. Just have he's a, got, like, you know, he's obviously got staff, even if he is in the middle of nowhere. I think true. there's a neighbor probably. Like, yeah. come on, mate. Chill. I just don't know why Don Cheadle had to be British. It just made weird. no sense. So weird. And and yeah, he was just like a walking stereotype, wasn't he? Gavna. Talking about weird casting, though, we got to talk about the fucking twins that aren't identical twins, but are the most annoying cunts well, of characters I've ever point. known in the film. That's oh the point. my god. They're like children. They are. I'm not touching you. I'm not. T- I'm not. My hand isn't touching your face. It's not touching. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh That's my how twins god. Are well into adulthood. That's the 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 curse of being a twin. You don't. You're not normal. Mm. You have to be an asshole. Maybe the reason they're twins is because they wanted Luke and Owen Wilson to play them. Oh, <gasps> that would have made is that much trivia? more sense. Yeah, but. They ended up having to do the Royal Tenenbaums instead, which is a fucking masterpiece compared to this film. 
shut <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, is the Royal Tenenbaums the... Where it's like a family and they're all really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. That sums up very Wes well. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. That should right. be the tagline of the movie, honestly. Well, it's it kind of is. The eccentric members of a dysfunctional family reluctantly yeah. gather under the same roof. It's a good film, though. Um, so, first of all, like... I found the music to be very jarring, especially it like it hits you quite early on in the movie. There's some stylish music, then it cuts to a different scene, there's some snazzy editing, and then you're hit with a punch of like really loud, obnoxious music, and then it goes to another scene and there's some flashy editing, and then there's more music punching you in the face. Really obnoxious, the use of music in this film, I thought. I think a lot of it was obnoxious. It's just heisty, you know, jazzy, like, montage-esque Trying to get music. you excited. Yeah, I, as soon as the music kicked in, Ugh. when they were, like, interviewing uh, Danny, you know, they were like, oh, are you going to commit more crimes? And then, like, the music and kicked in. And he goes, in. no! And then, like, a troll face suddenly flashed up on the screen, superimposed over his face. Yeah. Um... In my head. In your head. Okay. Yeah. So not not reality. No, no. As soon as the music kicked in, I was like, oh, it's not, yeah, you're in for a treat. It's lighthearted, like funny, haha, you know. It sets <sighs> the mood, sets the tone. God. I felt like Sophie watching any modern movie when I watched this film. I'm very surprised that you do not like this the thing, film. I thought I might actually really enjoy it. A G-Star Games pick of like a pretty mainstream movie. Because, you know, I love The Greatest Showman. I mean, loved is a strong word, but I really enjoyed it. Wait, whoa, 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 you know? whoa, whoa. Well, hold on, hold if on. If we could rewrite the stars. Pump the brakes for a second. Have you seen this movie before? No. Oh! <gasps> What? I had no interest in watching it. Oh my Same. god! I so this came out watched... when I was, I this came out when I was twelve, and it was the same year as I think the Pokemon. Nine eleven. It was the same year as nine eleven. So I was much more interested in that. What? What was it? Two thousand one. Yeah. What date? What day did it come out? Uh, I thought you were going to say, what date did 9-11 happen? I was like... Oh my god, it was Pokemon <laughs> Forever that came out. 9th of November. In... <laughs> <laughs> Re- release date, no, December the 7th. December the 7th, 2001. <laughs> but that's in America. Maybe we didn't get it till like spring or even summer 2002 over here. Who knows? Yeah, so I was, I was too young. I d- this was not a thing. And then... So it was in my blind. It was in my movie blind spot because then I grew up and it was like I have no fucking interest mm. in this shit. Okay, I'm I'm edgy. I am emo. I want to watch The Crow <laughs> on repeat for six years, and I only saw half of it because one of my exes watched it. I can't even remember which wow. bloke it was, but obviously it didn't work. We should out. add The Crow. Gee, you need to add it. Why? Because it's likely to get picked. <laughs> Maybe next week. Uh, yeah. Have you seen The Crow, G? I, I have seen The Crow, yes. Yeah. It was, that, so that was that was my whole personality when I was about 14. 
I was like, oh my god, it's got nine inch nails and it's really gothy. Oh, damn, yeah. Uh, I, I watched it last year. Last year? Oh my god, I probably haven't watched it in like 20 years. It, it holds up, man. It's pretty good compared to Ocean's Eleven. Wow. <laughs> so were, were you watching and paying attention when... I mean, you don't even have to be paying attention. Were you vaguely looking in the direction of the screen the film was on, Sophie, uh, when George Clooney, Danny Ocean, had to phone up his parole officer? Yes! Did yes. you notice yes. very yes. subtly the background? <laughs> I noticed the background... Where it says Trump Plaza in massive demonic glowing letters. Well, that was in so um, in Atlanta as well, I think, which was really random. Is that where the film starts? Then I, th- I think so. I'm pretty sure he's in Atlanta. He's in he's in New Jersey. New Jersey, right? New Jersey. He's the penitent. The the prison. I noticed. At least I think I noticed. Ah, oh, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so at the beginning where he's like talking to Frank. Mm. And he, he gets released. I'm looking at Google reviews for it. It says permanently closed. Um, Interesting. Oh, Basic hotel, no options for food. Barely managed with the Starbucks around the ground floor <laughs> and takeouts. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Uh, Oh, fucking hell. So, for people who haven't seen this movie, like me and Simon up until yesterday, uh, it's basically, there's a a boy, a man, George Clooney, and he wants to get, his wife left him, it's an important thing that we know that, and he wants to not rob one casino, he wants to rob three casinos, because all of their money is deposited in Mm. one vault. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, he's not actually robbing three casinos. He's robbing the vault underneath one of them, mm. right? And I felt fucking robbed the, by that. You felt robbed. I thought they were going to have to break into three different places simultaneously yeah. or like one I after the other in one night. But that's not what happens. It's cleverer than that. And in order to do that, they need a, a really good team of people. And so he, how many? he gets... In, <laughs> yeah, I don't up. know how many. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he gets in touch with Brad Pitt for some reason, who is who knows all these guys. But Brad Pitt is teaching losers poker. Losers? <laughs> Excuse me. Do I don't you, know who do you mean, they were. One do you mean from the, Charmed? The, the right. TV stars Holly Marie Combs, Topher Grace, Joshua Jackson from. Um, Dawson's Creek, Barry Watson and Shane West. No idea who those last two people are, by the way. No idea. <laughs> but they were all TV stars of and the And they day. weren't good at poker, is the main thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah you got to pretend that you got bad cards or, or, or if you got good cards, you got to pretend they're, they're bad or if you've got good, if you got bad cards, pretend they're good. He was giving right. real basic advice, like. Well, I think that's how he makes his money. I guess I think yeah. he teaches amateurs how to play poker. Or but ce- well, celebrity amateurs. So that's ah. why you know. He's but were they celebrity? Were they celebrities in the in the 
They were playing themselves. Oh. Right. Okay. Much like Siegfried and Roy were playing themselves. <laughs> this was uh, before oh, one and, of them got um, eaten by a tiger, wasn't it? Yeah. Vladimir uh, Klitschko and yeah, uh, Lennox Klit. Lewis yeah. were in Vladimir the boxing Klit. match. And it was actually them. So, yeah. But everybody looked crazy. the same to me because it was I just... should have put... I should have put fucking Ocean's Eight on on instead. Then you would have really hated it. You would have hated me because it's all women. Yeah, and everyone hates women. It's not. It's not a terrible film, but it, it's not great. It's got like Sandra Bullock. It's got Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway. This is probably going over Booth's head. Okay, rank them um, best to worst. The the four films. Oh, I don't know because it's, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen twelve and thirteen, and I and they kind of like blend a little bit because obviously they're all just heist movies, right? So I don't know. Twelve is good. I don't really. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe twelve, thirteen, eleven, eight, ten, nine, <laughs> eight. Ten, nine, eight. Okay, so wow. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while so since I've did, seen them. Why did you make us watch the third best um, Ocean's Eleven film? Because it's the first of them. Okay, yeah, that's a reasonable answer. Actually, it's that's like, a reasonable answer. I mean, I, I felt I stupid think... as soon as I asked that question. I I don't think it would be like wait because you you probably haven't seen the rest of them, right? Considering you've not oh, seen Oh no this no I I've I've only I watched 13 like 5 times. I love it. It's one of my favorite films. Are you joking? Uh, Are you joking? Are you I'm actually... joking. Why would I have watched 13 and not watched 11? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. You're weird. You're weird. I'm sorry. I've got I've got I've got chaotic energy today. I apologize. There's no need to apologize. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um Oh, something good. All right, I'm going to say something good about the film. Mm. Something I really liked. I, I liked the reveal that Danny's ex, played by Julia Roberts, was dating the bad guy, um, Benedict. What, which is why he wanted to rob that particular vault. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's how he got one that main guy into it, because he was mad about them blowing up another casino. Elliot Gould's character, yeah. yeah. He's bankrolled their heist mm. in order yeah. to Yeah. Yeah, I thought she I thought she was pretty good as well. She has some great dialogue when um Danny sort of sits down at the table while she's waiting for a boyfriend to arrive for dinner. And she just doesn't take any of his shit. <laughs> she just shoots him down. And I thought there was some very smart dialogue. Yeah, do you know what the big the big failure of this movie is though? So at the end, spoiler alert, everybody, they get the whole amount out of the vault. And we'll get into all of the the details later. But she gets a phone call saying, Look at your telly. And it's a a camera feed of uh, Benedict, her boyfriend, escorting Danny Ocean, her ex husband. Um, And he says, Would you give up Tess for all of the money if I give you all the money and you. You know, in your vault, something fucking stupid like that. And he says he would choose the money over Tess. Well, and I'm it was thinking, like 160 million dollars. Million, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, and then she looks sad, like 
does this bitch genuinely think that she's worth $160 million? <laughs> right? And then when she Damn. learns that, and she knows that Danny Ocean <laughs> is the guy that did it, basically, she runs out and goes, that's my husband, in basically saying that, well, he's got the he's got 160 million now, not you. I'm I'm fucking I'm off with him. Yeah, right? true. Yeah. That did feel a bit weird that she immediately ran to him because suddenly he has the money. Mm. I ain't saying she a gold digger. Mm. The fact that she yeah. thought that she was worth 160 million. No, nobody's worth much that is, much money. Well, well, how much well, is well. Julia Roberts worth, Sophie? Uh, Tenor? Listen, we could have Lydia. Lydia's way better. Julia Roberts, at the time, right, I think it was George Clooney that sent her a copy of the script. Yes, this is trivia. There was a a $20 note attached to the script, Mm. and he said, I heard you're worth 20 now, but the joke is that she was getting paid $20 million per movie at the time. So she, she, she was becoming the highest paid actress at 20 million per picture. That's uh. crazy. That's like what The Rock gets. So I was close. So, so yeah, you were very close. <laughs> but nobody's worth, like, if, if I was, like, dating someone who was dead rich and they said, oh, my God, right, I've had all my money. They're holding the money ransom and you... I'm not allowed to go out with you and then they'll give me the money back and be like oh, that kind of sucks but okay <laughs> you know I'm not well, going to deprive th- you of 160 fucking million dollars well I think because um, I think she said it at one point that when you know these places lose money they've got insurance right just like you know they get made whole again but like I was left you know to pick up the pieces and all this kind of stuff so I think even though if he lost all that money he would have like some sort of insurance would have covered that potentially. Who the fuck is it who played Benedict? I want to say it was Al Pacino. It's not Al Pacino. It's what's his name? All right, Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Oh, Garcia. That's I right. Was, dude, I put in my notes. I put Andy Garcia, or as Simon would say, Andy Garcia. <laughs> Garcia. <laughs> I can't believe he never said it. I, I'm shocked. Oh fuck. Yeah, but obviously he's a cunt, right? He just wants money. And like throughout the the whole movie, he showcases that he's obviously not, you know, fully in love with her. And he's very sort of like guarded, but he does like her, but he's never really like committed to showing that he loves her. It's just weird. He's just what one does, of those guys. I why is Benedict dating her? Is it just because she's hot? Or does he is he really interested in her talking about painting? He's hot, I guess. There's there's no chemistry between them. R- fucking remotely. Uh, yeah. Like, she looks like she's being held hostage by him. It's really you know, there's, weird. There's more, there's more sexual tension between Brad Pitt and George Clooney when they're talking <laughs> in fucking riddles all the time. At yeah. The, at the table. There's, there's uh, more sexual tension between Brad Pitt and the shrimp he was eating. <laughs> yes. It's he's fucking always- ridiculous. He does look like he's really into the food he's eating. That's part of his character. Yeah. Ocean shows up and they're both subtexting or sexual tension question mark. And then Mm. I wrote down, everyone looks bored. And then the next line in the film was, God, I'm bored. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, no. I was like, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. He, yeah, that's his character. He's just always like... There's some trivia about that I've read ages ago about like why he eats. What, that everybody was bored? No, there's something about why he eats so much on this. Because like, I think in almost every scene, he's eating something. Yeah, he's, that's he's his character to get the, trait that he eats. He's trying to get the most out of uh, being employed. He's, he's eating the, their food. The on food, but like uh, catering. I think it's more that like the idea was that Brad Pitt was like, hey, so my guy... He's so busy, like, running this operation, planning the heist, doing everything, that he's just grabbing hold of food whenever he can and eating it. He's not, like, sitting down for dinner. He's just grabbing things and eating them when he possibly can. And I think it's important that my character just eats in every scene. <laughs> and Steven Soderbergh, the, the um, director, was like, that sounds great. You're Brad Pitt, sure. <laughs> So that's why he's always eating. It's weird. Yeah, so he said, in Ocean's Eleven, do you talk about it? Do you just always have food handy? We just had it. Well, there was actually method to that because he was always on the run, always on the move. I figured he could never sit down and have a proper meal. So he always had to grab something on the run. So he's just always busy, always moving around. So he's just always, you know, getting food when he can. That official explanation sounds even more stupid than the one I said. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's always on the, the run. He's eating all the time. It's because he's hungry. <laughs> that makes he's more hungry. sense. I don't know. I don't he's know about got you. tapeworm. I don't know about you guys. Tapeworm. Whenever I see characters eating in a film or um, or a TV show, I feel like I don't know why. I feel oddly comforted by that. Oh, is it the the noises sick. of people eating? No, no, no. Just like I don't know. It like makes them more human. In some aspects, like they when people do right. like normal things, you know, when, when I, people like sit down on the, on the toilet in a film, I, you I feel can only comforted. Think, I can only think about how cold slash disgusting the food is, and how oh. many takes they have to do, and like some they Under have to spit it lights. out sometimes because that like, food's gonna spoil. Yeah, well, they have to spit it out. Like sometimes they can't like actually eat it. So taking a bite out of a burger, spitting it out, and then they're giving a giving a fresh new yeah. ice cold burger for the next. They have shot. to do it over and over again, and like in pubs and stuff, when you see people drinking alcohol, it's not alcohol. It's like really weird frothy apple juice for beer, um, and it's like wine is like they, they have to like mix up. <laughs> wine is vimto. Wine is vimto. Sometimes it's like. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd be fine with slur. But yeah, that'd be a lot of sugar. Um... Oh my god, <laughs> have a headache by the end of it. But yeah, the, I I can only think about the behind the scenes of these things. I hate it. I think they had a blast. They had a fucking blast making this movie, and that's why they all signed on to the next one and then the next they, one. They saw how successful it was. You know, they all made money. They all got to hang out with their buddies. Well, yeah. they made a lot of money. He was saying so. There's all this sexual tension between Brad Pitt and George Clooney, and then he's just saying names. Mm. He's just saying words. He's like, "We'll get, we'll get the knocker. Oh, we'll no. get the, we'll get the pincher. No, we'll get come Jimmy, on, Jimmy, Jimmy Bosworth. Come on, <laughs> Sophie. You're making up these. What he actually says is, off the top of my head, I'd say you're looking at a Boski, a Jim Brown, a Miss Daisy, two Jethros, and a Leon Spinks. Not to mention mm -hmm. the biggest Ella Fitzgerald <laughs> ever." <laughs> 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 
Oh, oh, there's what? the actual line. What? Was there, like there's a, a whole explanation. To. Do you want me to read out the explanation? Because yeah. it is long and boring. Okay. I, oh, yeah. Can you summarize? The LDR. Uh, to summarize, so uh, Boski, that's Saul's character, it's a reference to Ivan Boski, who was a trader on Wall Street who got caught committing securities fraud, right? Securities fraud. So. So Jim, uh, Jim Brown is um, that's a, 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 ref, a reference, a confrontation between Frank Catton and Linus Coldwell. What staged to distract Tenny, Terry Benedict so that Linus can lift the security codes of the vault? Named for the famous American football player Jim Brown. That makes no sense. I don't understand. Miss Daisy, like uh, driving Miss Daisy, drivers. They need drivers. Jethro's refers to the Beverly Hillbillies, so they need sort of like mechanical types, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought it was Jethro Tull. We need a flute. We need a no. flautist, and we need someone in in little leggings prancing around on a stage as a distraction. <laughs> Leon Spinks, uh, someone to disrupt the boxing match. It refers to the victory of Leon Spinks over Muhammad Ali. So. Odd reference to make, and yet somehow George Clooney, sorry, uh, Danny Ocean knew what Rusty meant when he said this. Um, Ella Fitzgerald is the looped footage that they played on the, um, the like the fake robbery that was the staged oh, one. Spoiler. Oh, very cool. It's a reference to a commercial for Memorex in which a recording of Ella Fitzgerald's voice breaks a glass because it's as though it's she's actually there in the room with you and Memorex is like VHS tapes. Okay. So the biggest Ella Fitzgerald ever. And Danny Ocean's like, ah, uh, yeah, I know what you mean by that. I, I know the code that we use. You're referring yeah. to a videotape. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <sighs> Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Mm. But yeah, um, a Boski, a Jim Brown, a Miss Daisy, two Jethro's and a Leon Spinks. Not to mention the biggest Ella Fitzgerald ever. And Danny Ocean knows exactly every word of that. Professional thieves. Professional, you know. He does not know what's going on. It's fucking bullshit. They don't know what uh, they don't know what Barney means. They don't know what Barney means. How are they gonna know what a Sphinx is? Well, you know, uh, do people in the UK even say that? We're gonna be a lot of Barney. No. I I would use Barney to mean um more like a, like a confrontation or someone going a bit mad. Uh-huh. They're having a Barney. Okay. Um, so the, the thing with Don Cheadle's character is that he's, he's saying lots of words that mean things in British language to Cockney sometimes, but not in the context that he's using them. He's like, he's done a pony and he's done a fucking done a fuck. And like the, the subtitles didn't even know what he was saying. They were just like making shit up. I love it when he's he's like covered in shit oh, as well. I hated that. He just that. covered in shit, and he's just going, "Ah, oh, bloody hell! Oh, fucking right! Oh, fucking right!" Yeah. And like, does anyone understand what he's saying? I mean, the fact that he just like, you know, willingly chose to go there after being in a sewer, and he's covered in shit. Oh my god, the fucking. The, you know where they get the the guy to be the the grease man, the one that like fits in the tube. Oh yeah, yeah. 
The circus is called Barnum's. Yeah. I After didn't notice that. Barnum. Well, I, I have the movie playing wow. on the side, and I, they were Every, walking out of it. and Time is a flat circle. Yes. We, we've gone back to the greatest showman. It all Can you believe it? goes back to the greatest showman. Sure does. Oh, God. Um, I really liked the, the old guy, Carl Reiner's character. He, he looked like he was about to fucking die yeah. for most of the film. He he does die. He actually does die, and they they have to get a doctor in and all this. But it's all part of the thing. It was all part of the scheme. They thought of like, everything. I actually thought he'd fucking died. I thought, yeah, oh I my thought god, this poor ba- this poor bastard. He was a very good actor. He was he was building that personality from the start. Like he mm. was taking his little antacids, and he was he was always in character, even behind the scenes. Like like. Um, in the hotel room when they were like talking and Elliot Gould got mad at him because he was still talking in his his accent. Yeah, he was very method, wasn't he? The the character. The character. Playing the character. Yeah. Mm. I have a fun fact for you about the uh about the, the eating that you like. During the several takes it took to shoot the scene in which Rusty and Linus are spying on Tess as she is introduced coming down the stairs, Brad Pitt, who plays coming. Rusty, eating shrimp from the shrimp cocktail, ate 40 shrimp. <laughs> there you go, Booth. He Brad ate 40, ate 40 sh- shrimp. Oh my ch- God. What a chad. That's a new eating challenge for my sister, I think. Yeah. Now, sir, just making a note of this, Brad Pitt uh, is a swallower, not a spitter. Yeah, Apparently. and also oh, the God. wig used by Rusty in his disguise as a doctor was Mike Myers' rehearsal wig for Austin Powers, <laughs> International yeah. Man of Mystery. Jesus, it looked like a Christ. funny fucking wig. To be fair, so. I don't know if it was convincing or not. I, I, I wasn't. the The wig was not convincing. It looked it, terrible. Yeah, I wonder what the advice was that Brad Pitt was going to give to Matt Damon's character when he said. You know, oh. above all, everything else, whatever you do, you must never... And then he gets interrupted. I don't think he was going to say anything, because they were fucking with him from the beginning, right? Because they were, like, you know, making it out to be, like, Danny has gotten in trouble, he can't be part of the the heist in a major way. Um, mm. So they were pulling his leg, like... Right. Remember when they said, he goes, oh, did you really think I was going to sit this out? And they they made him like take on the role of that like the gambling uh, organization representative. So I don't yeah, think he was going to say anything important. They needed the pickpocketing skills. Yes. Of of Matt Damon's character. There's so many characters. I can't keep track of all their names. There's at least eleven. <laughs> um, I really liked that the um, when when Don Cheadle's like okay, so they've they've. Oh, they they filled up the tunnel with the thing. We can't do the thing. Our plan B. Our pl- we need a plan B. And the plan B was to basically use a science fiction device. Yes. Um, the I wrote EMP. down, I don't think this thing really exists. <laughs> it does. It is a real thing. It's just that does it if look like that? To, to basically, the one that they had would knock out like, like a floor of a building, <laughs> maybe. Not like... Half of Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a real thing. The pinch. The is, pinch. Is real. Um, but not the one in the film. 
that's that was ridiculous. Yeah, that looked very very two thousands weird. It felt a bit like when Ant Man had the big device in the back of his van. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It did look like. I that was a thinking, bit. which film was Marvel this prop reference. from? Which movie was this a prop from? Uh, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I mean. You're just being a shit. Wow. Wow, this kitty's got claws. Uh, there was uh, dogs in the film, so that made me quite happy. Was there? The dog racing? Dog racing, and there was a dog that bumped into the uh, technician man. I've forgotten his name. He got tangled up in a in a dog lead. Oh, he oh did. yeah. yeah. The guy who sweats a lot. That was his character trait. There, yeah, that's true, actually. He was. He's a very sweaty man well that played into his his thing he had to go into the one of the camera rooms and place a, another science fiction type device onto uh the camera feeds so that Feed, he could do yeah. it but, and he'd, he'd written down this, the directions on his palm which was got so sweaty that when oh. he, he got lost yeah, he wiped it on his head, and I was like, "Oh no, no, no! You shouldn't have put it on your palm. It's gonna get sweaty. You're gonna." It's, it's gonna... weird. Like if you if you freeze frame the movie, you can read what it says on his palm, and it says, "I'm tired of these jokes about my giant hand. The first such incident occurred in 1956." Oh, a little Simpsons reference mm. there. Let the mm. guy with the giant hand. So, how many people? Do you think died during this film? I mean, not like in real life. Um, Who would have died? It's not like the Twilight Zone, the movie. <laughs> Who would have? What people died? I don't think anybody oh, I guess died. From, like the explosions, you mean? Like all the... the EMP went off. Was there a hospital in range? Did anyone have like pacemakers that just stopped well, working? Yeah, the pacemaker thing is a is a problem. Definitely. But in hospitals, don't they have like backup backup generators and stuff, or backup power? Well, that knocks everything out. Like, uh, supposedly n- all electronics get fucked. And everybody started having a fight, like, in the casino because they were trying to yeah. scrabble for all the chips and the cash and stuff. I bet somebody got stabbed <laughs> during oh, that. Yeah, for sure. And did did anyone get shot in, in the film? Like, for real? Mm, no. Or was it all faked? Or Nobody got shot, I don't think. Everyone was just either left rendered, you know, unconscious or sort of knocked out for for a bit. It was all no. non, non-lethal options. They used, like, syringes or whatever. Yeah, like, when um, they knocked out the two guards, you know. Yeah. In the vault. So I don't think anyone... So that's how you can tell that the thieves are, like, actually the good they're guys. They're moral. They they're ethical. Yeah, yeah. They're the good guys. Oh yeah, so there's a scene in like one of the yeah I don't know why, but they keep making that guy who's like really nervous do like I think especially as the movies go on, they keep making him do things that just make him more nervous. Like I'm pretty sure they, there's a scene with him where I think he has to do like a lie detector test. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't remember the co- oh I remember the context because he was going to be a card. The pe- the people who work the tables, the ones that like, dis- the, yeah, the ones that like give out the cards at like you know a blackjack table or whatever have you, a, and a dealer, I guess so, yeah, and like they they need to like test you know that they don't have any sort of like priors or they they're not 
they don't do bad things when have you ever stolen from a casino yeah, is that yeah. like one of the questions <laughs> and he's the... like no 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 <laughs> it's something like that that's funny and but oh, yeah man. they make him in order to pass the test he puts like a they get him to put like a a, a thumbtack in his shoe or something because i think it like keeps the heart rate elevated the whole time or or something, right? Yeah, to keep the the baseline of the light of the lie detector at like a level, a, a certain level. I thought it'd be a lot more high tech than that. Um, what I thought he'd have to he'd wore like an electronic device that gave like false readings, but a thumbtack in his shoe. That's all he had to help him. I'm pretty sure they got all these science fiction devices. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm pretty and sure they use was... acupuncture. <laughs> It was something like that. It was something like that. Okay. But, yeah, I just I found that funny because yeah, he's like one of the most nervous out of all of them, and it's like you can hear yeah. him. But I think there was a specific reason for it. Why? Why? Why it had to be him? Yeah, I don't know. I like I like the cast. There was like a, obviously a bunch of big names. You know, you got your fucking Julia Roberts, your George Clooney, your your Brad Pitt, your Matt Damon, Bernie Mac, Casey Affleck, like. Pretty star-studded movie. I didn't even recognize Casey Affleck at all. Really? Like, he was just some guy to me, you know? Now you know how I feel. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It was awful. I hated it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Feeling like Sophie does when there's a famous actor on screen and I'm like, huh? It's just like, just I have man. no fucking idea who that person is. He's a very like middle sliders, you know, default man looking guy um yeah no offense to the man obviously i mean he is the lesser known affleck for a reason i guess damn just like with Harsh. owen wilson and his brother owen wilson is the more known wilson. and luke yeah what did you make of the like the 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 twist ending of like how the robbery went uh, down with the swat team yeah with yeah, the, I love that. the faked footage of them robbing the fake vault. Yeah. And then the SWAT team coming in, leaving with their big heavy bags. And that was the actual robbery. Very cool. I didn't I, I had to rewatch it in case I missed something, because I thought it can't be that simple, right? And it it actually was that. I was so used to uh, you know, I was expecting a now you see me kind of thing. And I was like, is that really it? Like, how did they get away with that? Just walking out with these big bags as the SWAT team. But apparently SWAT teams just carry massive bags with them into a casino and they're not searched at any point. Well, I mean, would you question a SWAT team? I mean, the SWAT are part of the police force. Their security is so high at every level. And then, like... Well, they called in the SWAT team. So why would you question that at any point? That's if true. you called in the SWAT team and they come in with big bags. They're also, like... They they walk into the casino wearing, like, their like masks and helmets. So you can't identify them. And then they leave with their giant filled bags. And no one questions it. It just seems absurd to me. Um, well, did you see it, like... Did you think it was going to be that when you watched it and then you saw the reveal no, that I didn't it was predict them it. I, I didn't predict that happening um yeah. it was i don't know it just it was so blatant i mean i, I guess i kind of admire that uh, how 
kind of straightforward it was. But I thought, no, they they didn't just let the SWAT team just leave with all the money. That's insane. But there's also this the the whole switchery with like the remote controlled van with the you know with the flyers in instead of the money. Yeah. So I guess there's that there's that to it as well. That sort of misdirection. Yeah. Um, I love stuff like that. I love like any sort of misdirection. Which yeah, like like I said, I do like now you see me because there are, um, you know, a lot. That's there's a lot wild. of that. That yeah. is fucking wild. Com- you know, especially compared to this, I just I just can't help but compare those two films. You know, well, you know, one is magicians, and that is all about yeah. misdirection and pulling off a heist. You know, is going to have an element of that if you're smart, which is what they were trying to do. But yeah, I don't know. Good. They're both good. They're both good. I like both of them. You can enjoy both. Yeah, there that was a, there was a sequel. Yeah. Um. I didn't really like oh, the sequel. Oh, yeah. Is that the one that's got Harry Potter in? It, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe is in the second one. I don't know why I've not watched the second one, because I enjoyed the first one so much. It's not very good. I'm going to be honest with you. It's just not as good as the first one. I mean, I, I do appreciate that, you know, there is a lot of twisty turny bits, but I actually started watching from, like, last time. I remember the whole film from the bit where uh, Saul dies it, like i i remember watching the actual fucking heist and i don't remember any of the rest of it so i i i don't know how much of this film i'm gonna remember you know in a week's time no you know it feels like it's not left a, a massive impact on me um for how clever you know. it is as well like all the little bits and twisty turny bits it it's not an impactful movie I, no. I would say, like it just—it's just a movie. That well, that happened, and I understand why people like it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, G. You know, we, me and Sophie, we both we understand you. You know, there is no need to apologize. It's I didn't make this movie. Well, I like it. It's a, it's a, it's a okay to good movie. You know. Well, I don't know about good. And there's but... well. And there's two other ones, right? Yeah. As well, which I which I think are pretty good. But well, you think they're better than this? I'm pretty sure I remember them being better in some aspects. Um, you know, because there's there is like some there's a level of consistency with the characters and returning characters, and it's it's fun because it's like oh the gang's mm. back together again, and then you see. You know, it's it's it, they're fun. I I find them to be. Fun. I guess the, uh, you could also compare it to like the Mission Impossible movies, like the when Matt Damon and George Clooney uh, they're in their like black, almost cat suit like you know burglar outfits with the laser grid and blowing up doors and stuff. That felt very Mission Impossible-y. Oh, I fucking love those films. The Mission Impossible, the first one's just so fucking good. Well, yeah, they are. And of course, you have you know returning crew that come back, you know, movie after movie. Mm-hmm. We need a guy. Oh, I know a man. You know, I suppose they do yeah. the same thing with the uh, the oceans films. Yeah, I just like that whole like an unlikely group of people, group of like especially that last shot. We need to get Bernie Mac. The- we need someone to to call a white man a cracker. Very important. I did like I did like Frank's <laughs> character. Like, 
he was, oh he was an important like uh, Matt, piece of the puzzle. Matt Damon's response in character to being called a cracker and him accidentally saying, you know, a coloured man, that was hilarious. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. In such a like a mainstream movie, even in like two thousand and one, I was like, Oh my god. Oh my lord. Well, What's happening? I take issue with the in inverted commas comedy aspect Ooh. of this. They, they were making, in inverted commas, jokes the whole way through. Like, ah ha ha ha, um, very funny that Charmaine's mom is also a dancer and of course Brad Pitt's nose oh, her. Yeah. Yeah, ah, very funny. Taupe is very soothing. Ah, very funny. The balloons got a lot. Of, oh. uh, the portable that TV balloon bit. spit was just pain. Like that whole scene with the twins arguing I and think the you fucking just really balloons. Hate them twins. I mm. fucking do. They're so annoying. Are they in the fucking sequels? G. Yes. Oh, that's it. I'm not watching them now. I'm I not going to watch the sequels. Yeah, but they're not like, again, they're just very... I, I don't think they get like major... They get five minutes of screen time well, and think it's five about minutes it. of the most annoying shit. It's called Ocean's 12 and Ocean's 13, so... Right. So they get even less screen time than this film. Probably. Um, who... I don't even know who they add in the sequels. Who's like the 13th, you know, the 12th and 13th... Characters that they had. Eddie Jemison is he a surveillance expert? Oh yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones is in twelve. Yeah, but she's um, not one of the twelve. She's uh, a detective. Yes. So they add a surveillance expert, maybe, unless that was the guy that's. Yeah, I think he's the the new one. Mm. There was another joke with the batteries, like, oh my god, oh I the yeah. Batteries. There's like they they riff on each other like quite a lot, but it, in like that sort of way that did someone just kiss a cat? I did guilty. I just sorry. heard you, I just heard a cat being kissed. Eddie Izzard is thirteenth, the master thief and friend of Rusty. Eddie Izzard is the fucking thirteenth character. I cannot believe it. Uh, I cannot. I'm, I'm trying to remember who believe the it. fuck Eddie is. Eddie slash Susie. I can't, oh my god. Mm got al pacino in uh the third one too oh my god no fucking way yeah <laughs> oh my god is he the bad guy in it Poss yeah i think so i think he's like oh shit one of the bank oh, oh i might have to watch the sequels uh, yeah, i don't know if i want to i'm kind of interested <laughs> but it's i think it's good like background film to have on you know? Yeah, especially if it's on like Prime or something, so I don't have to pay for it. You know, uh, I think it actually might be question mark. Oh yeah, thirteen is on Prime. Oh shit, is twelve on Prime though? Let's have a look. Mm, yes, it is. Well, there we go. There we go. Mind you, I think it was on Prime for like eleven, thirteen more days or something. Oh. It's leaving the first film it said leaving prime in thirteen days. And I was like, that sounds ominous. <laughs> so I got less than two weeks maybe to watch uh the sequels. If I if I want to. If you want to. The option is there. Is there anything else we want to talk about in the film? Oh, um because Danny visited a casino, he violated his parole and he has to go back to prison. 
Isn't that harsh? Like, it's not like he committed a crime. He just went to a casino. And that was enough. Did did he not have a restraining order out on him? Like, didn't they not say you're not allowed to be here because I, you're not yeah. allowed to be here? Oh, yeah, because he was banned. Like, no, I think it's because they banned him from that casino, and yeah, so he was trespassing, yeah, and yeah, therefore he was that. breaking his parole. Right, that makes it could be that, a bit yeah. more sense. It just felt a bit harsh that you know, visiting a casino, like also drinking, would violate the parole. Like anything that is like seen as being like a sin well, to the like American. Cr- penal system it depends on the crime that they committed right and like you know if you you're a thief you're not allowed to drink alcohol because that's bad well no if it's like if um (laughs) you're a thief and then you associate with other known thieves or other known people who've been but he was asked if he'd had a drink if he'd been drinking or something if he'd been to a bar or no are you drunk or something he was asked oh and that would have been a violation of his parole, presumably. Okay. Like, that's Pro- bullshit, right? That's yeah. fucking bullshit. A bit harsh. But if he was, like, trespassing, then, that, yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah, because they, they definitely got him banned. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that was because of what he wanted to play out, uh, you know, getting caught, uh, having his confrontation. Having an alibi. Yeah, having a, an alibi, not being the one who actually was involved in the heist. But it's worth it, because he, was it, three to six months? Yeah. Um, he even says bad. three to six months later, or something like that. And he has um, however many million now. Exactly. So And, and his wife. It. And his wife. Yeah. My wife. He My has a wife. wife back. She even is wearing the, wi- the ring again. I always said wing. The He's wing. Wearing the wing. She's wearing the wing. Yeah. Do we want to summarise our, our final thoughts? Sure. Do you Why want to go not? first, G, as it was your pick? Yeah. Um, I think it's a fun movie. Um, I like the cast. Very star-studded. Uh, it's, it was fun to watch how they all work together, the dynamics, and I like the chemistry between... Some of the characters, it wasn't fully fleshed out, but obviously they're there to do a job, right? And but they sort of make, you know, the, the friendships develop along the way, especially as the movies go on. Um, but mm. yeah, I think it's just a fun, light-hearted heist movie with a lot of big actors, and you know, I enjoyed the twists and stuff. But I've seen it so many times, and not that that like makes it. It's not that it devalues it, but when you see something so many times after a certain point, it just you know you're like, oh yeah, I've seen this. You know. Yeah, I mean that's how I thought, thought with um, Friday the Thirteenth. I was like, yes, it's hard to give it a, a good rating because I've I've watched it so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, get like, it. I get it. Like that. when you have too much of a good thing, or when you have too much mm. of a thing that you enjoy, right? It kind of just gets yeah. a bit. Not not that it again. Not that it makes it bad. It's not a bad film in my eyes, but. Yeah, I think overall I'd give it a it's a seven. A seven in yeah. G Star Games. Yeah. Okay, not the highest. But sure. It's a, f- it's a fun movie in my eyes. I think it's fun. I think between like a six and a seven, I'm more on the on, on the line of seven. Okay. Damn. Um Sophie, do you wanna go or do you want me to go? Yeah, you go. I mean just leave. Just, just go. <laughs> 
Just leave. I do want to go. I've got a headache now after thinking oh, about no. all the twists and turns of. Uh, I was thinking about Brad Pitt's face. I think he's Damn. a good-looking man. It's very, it's very angular. Yeah, it is. But cannot deny he is. He's, he's a very good-looking man. He's a handsome. He's a he's handsome, a handsome man. Um, I, I mean. I did write down my final thoughts, and reading it back, it's very harsh. Oof. Um, another basic ass G pick. That's what I wrote. That's wow, what I wrote. Wow, dude. Thought I might end up really enjoying wow. it, though, much like I have before with The Greatest Showman, etc. But this was a very mid movie. So Hollywood, it makes me sick. <laughs> kind of enjoyable, but left me feeling empty inoffensively average film it's left almost zero impact on me now you see me was better five out of ten so i mean five out of ten that's not a bad score that's an average movie it's such an average film it got on an average score considering the stuff you said i wasn't expecting a five i was expecting like a three it's not bad it's like it's not a bad film it like right. it all makes sense the you know actors is is a fine you know, the action is fine. The little twists are, are fine. Um, but yeah, it just d- didn't leave much of an impression on me. And I feel like I'm going to like it almost immediately forget most of what happened in the film. I struggle to I struggle to think of like anything to really say about the film, you know? Mm. Like I've made a few notes, but I was like... What is there even to really talk about? Yeah, but sometimes some movies are just designed to be like that, though. Sometimes they're just they're an like easy slop and we're pigs at the trough. It. I wouldn't call it, it slop. I just feel like it's like fast food. It's just a fast food. <laughs> How is that different? It's just the same thing. It's slop no. for humans. No, fast slop food. is like it's human slop. I guess, but not not in that. I don't mean it in that way. I feel like it's just more of a it's a fast food heist movie, and it's meant it's to be fun. It's a popcorn movie. What? A popcorn movie? G Star Games. You not heard of that before? I haven't because typically you'd have popcorn with movies. So yeah, but it's like you know the masses go. They get their massive you know boxes of popcorn. They sit and they munch and munch, turn their brain off and watch the film. Hmm. Anyway, Sophie. Yeah. Um, How's your head? Oh, God, it is soup in there now. Uh, <laughs> I wrote down, that was a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did keep writing George Clooney's name in fun fun ways. Uh, bread, <laughs> okay. bread Pat. Uh, what else did I call him? Brat? Bread, bread, bread Pat. Pat. Um, <laughs> where was... Uh, let me see, let me see. Because I did call him... Um, Garbage Cloney and Greg Clowney. Uh, That's a good name, actually. I wrote down, that was a film, four out of ten, maybe 3.5 actually, because it annoyed me instead of entertained me, and the jokes sucked, and that guy's accent sucked, three out of ten. So it went four, three point five, three. Yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I hated it. Yeah, the more I Within one it, sentence, it dropped by one point. Yeah, the more I thought Ugh. about, it, the more I thought, you know what? I don't enjoy this film, and it is a film, and there are there are points that it are, is a film. It's true. Good. The writing is very clever, but it was just it was a it it was not impactful, and I did prefer it to Heat. You know, I liked it better than Heat because it was more twisty turny. But there was 
And I know that they needed to have so many characters to make it work because it's it was like a big job and it was like everyone had their role clever everyone had their role and i was i was thinking oh how is this guy gonna fit into it you know Mm. um but at the same time it was very confusing and it didn't it didn't i don't know what's confusing about it i'd say you're looking at a boski a jim brown a miss daisy two (laughs) jeff bruce and a leon sprinkles (laughs) (laughs) as i mentioned the biggest ella fitzgerald a leon sprinkles (laughs) book me oh fuck we're looking at a cherry cola, we're looking at a lemonade, we're looking at some Ritz crackers, we're looking at some stickers over there. Uh, we're looking at <laughs> bits of fluff. You're, you're looking we're around looking... your room. You're just looking yeah. around your room. You're looking at a big, fat, dribbly cat. <laughs> we're going to need a sugar-free Werther's original, a 16-gigabyte SD card that doesn't have anything on it because I've got a bigger one now. Uh, we're going to need a hairbrush. We're going to need some DVDs, honestly. We're going to need a Maybe scabby tattoo that itches. Oh my god! Don't remind me about the tattoos. I'm a oh, stick. I'm a stick. We're going to need some tissues, but the tissues have got cat fur in them, so they're absolutely useless oh, now. Oh no! I did. I just feel like it was a film that I didn't really need to watch. My life hasn't been enriched, yeah. and it. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was. It more annoyed me than anything, but I. I've seen it all the way through now, so hey. That's good. That's an achievement, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've already read out a lot of trivia, but there is this one which I thought was particularly funny, especially following on from Booth's uh, final thoughts. Director Steven Soderbergh said the film was an opportunity to give audiences pleasure from beginning to end. No. He wanted it to be a movie you just surrender to without embarrassment and without regret. <laughs> perfect mm, yes yes quite perfect um, oh wow he he really did say that didn't he wow yep <laughs> word for word quoting him there um i've already read out all the trivia um over the course of the discussion have you got oh. anything else that uh you two lades lades what up lades you know, at the end, do those two guys just have to follow them around forever and ever? Well, there is a sequel. There's Ocean's 12. Yeah, so... but, I mean, at the end of that film... Like... Yeah, they're then following them into Ocean's 13. And then <laughs> there's another car them. with another like, two goons in what, from the other the... guy that he screws what's... over. What was the end purpose of them two guys following them around? Like... Do they just have to like follow him forever? Like, uh, happy birthday! Still got guys f- following him. And it's Christmas. They don't get to spend any time. They don't get to spend any time with their families because they're busy trailing these two, three <laughs> losers around. It's okay, l- it was only a film. Assholes. It's not. Uh, they were actors. Uh, so Andy Andy Garcia did say, you know, to about being on the lookout for someone buying a hundred thousand dollar car, which is a reference to. Um, when uh, Steve Wynn's daughter got kidnapped and the kidnappers, they got the money, but then they bought a, a $100,000 car, so they were caught. Um, and, of course, you know, Brad Pitt drives off in the fancy, expensive car. So No, he doesn't. Have you seen it? It's all mucky and beaten up and stuff. I thought it was a fancy, like, antique car. 
I don't think it's an antique car. I think it's I guess a, in a America, a hundred thousand dollar car would be like a massive truck, the size yeah. of like three normal cars. And this was in like the late nineties, two thousands, right? So two thousand and one used cars over there. Used, you know, it, it, he said you come and pick pick. You've got several several million, and you come and pick me up in this piece of shit. Is basically it what, looked like a really nice car though. I mean, it did to me too, but we have very different ideas of what's cool aesthetics yeah yeah okay. like they would want a fucking tesla these days can you imagine he picks him up in a cyber truck <laughs> the thing is though if you like Fuck. go and spend loads of money it's like a flag right like, yeah. yeah don't don't you the know fbi come after you especially if you're like yeah if you're if you're associated or known you're known associate of you know that sort of sort of operation. They might like be keeping tabs on you, so you don't want to be like super flaunt, flaunty and. The IRS will go after them. The quote is thirteen million, and you drive this piece of shit across the country. Damn. Yeah. Like to pick me up, and he says I blew it all on the suit because he's I must have suit. just fucking completely switched off at that point of the film, that epilogue bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just basically it's a car that is it's really filthy. It's not been washed or anything. There's the the seats are a bit ripped up. Like there's no way that that is worth any amount of money. Like it's it's meant to be a sh- a shit car because he doesn't want to draw attention to himself. Right. But it looked like a nice car to me. Well, it looks like a nice car to me, but they just need to do it up a little bit. Do you think it was a nice car, G? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was nice, especially when it, like I looked at the interior. I'm like, that's, that's a nice, classy car. But I think our opinions, you did look classy. Yeah. I think I think opinions on that sort of stuff over the years changes as well, right? Like to them, that probably at the time looked like and was a piece of shit. But yeah, you know, I like think 23 years ago, bloody yeah, hell. exactly. So I-, I thought that was a nice car, but I think Brad Pitt's character liked though. I mean, he was always driving a car that sort of looked like that that's his mm. style that's his sort of but he also like george clooney made a dig at his clothes as well mm. he's like oh that person wants his shirt back or something and i was like <laughs> wouldn't it be wouldn't it have been funny if he'd if he'd opened a glove box and there was a raw cocktail inside <laughs> just starts eating shrimp <laughs> ow, ow. oh fucking hell just a pro- uh. like, yeah a glass with like loads of fucking prawns in it christ um, the Bellagio let the crew tap into their security system to get real surveillance footage of the casino. Oh my god. That's the the cast and crew should have actually performed the heist in real life. True. I guess they don't need to. No, you know. no. But they did lower their usual salaries to bring down the budget. Yeah. I don't know how much they got paid, but you know. Well, if... Julia Roberts alone was getting paid twenty million a movie, but I guess that's as the lead. Yeah. And what, yeah. what, what was the budget for this film? Oh, funny you should ask. Uh, it was eighty-five million. That's actually not a lot, but then this was, you know, two thousand ish. But considering the cast, like Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. I mean, as we know, there is eleven of them. Um, but yeah. that doesn't include, obviously, you know, Andy Garcia's character and 
any of the sort of extras outside of the main 11. Um, but 85 million, yeah, it's not a lot considering, you know, they pay the actors and all the props and the setting, clothes, wardrobe, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the box office was 450.7 million. Yeah, this is why it got like two sequels and then a spin off slash sequel. Yes. Yeah. Yes, quite. Yeah. Well, that's a shitload of money. So, yeah. I guess they did something. They did they something. They certainly did something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> something happened, you know. Something definitely happened in this film, yes. Could you see this as being uh, made into a good video game? Yeah, it's like a GTA, yeah. I guess. I mean, there are, you know, I'm sure there's like a mission in GTA that's you rob a casino or a bank. Well, I mean, it starts with you robbing a bank in a five. Um, yes. I mean, there's even heists as a thing. So, yes, I could see it. I could see it as a, a video game. Well, it'd be like uh, Payday. Oh, yeah. Mm. So they never did a like a an Ocean's Eleven style one, but there there's definitely a lot that are heisty, I guess. Mm. But yeah, I guess GTA is the most obvious one. I did have a look for like any kind of game or like board game or anything. There was just nothing. There's like a card game someone came up with just using a normal <laughs> deck of cards called it Ocean's Eleven. Like, well, no, that's not a, that's. Not really what I'm looking count. for. Go away. No. <laughs> it's not like a product you buy. Feels like it's been a short one, but we've not had that much to talk about with this film, really. I love how this is like a slight at G. Like, I just can't talk about this film. There's nothing to talk about in G's pick of one of her favourite films in the world. <laughs> it's not her favourite film. She I gave know. it seven. Yeah, it's a fun, like I said, it's a fun movie. Uh, what it's... else did G give seven? Let's have, let's have a look. Go on. She gave Equilibrium 7, The Great Gatsby 7, Fly 7.5, Bram Stoker's Dracula you gave 7, mm. Rambo First Blood you gave 7, Dead Again you gave 7. You're fond of 7s, G-Star Games. Maybe we should watch 7. <laughs> also, now that you mentioned Bram Stoker's Dracula, I don't open... Th I know this is, like a, this is a slight deviation. Just bear with me. I opened up threads. I never open up threads because I don't care. But I oh saw something Lord. that caught my interest. And then I was like, okay, I saw that. And then I started scrolling. And it gives you like all these people that you don't know on threads. Like I don't know a single person that I saw on this timeline. This woman was like, a hill that I will die on is that any male or masculine presenting person who insists on making Dracula, or at least the fictional character created by Bram Stoker, a heroic figure is trash. <laughs> Whether irredeemably or so or not, I care not. The second a man tells me he thinks Dracula is a hero is the second I disengage. That's I a red flag, isn't it? When a man says he likes Dracula. No, literally. Yeah. And she said, I will not entertain any manner of relationship or discourse with him for serious or legitimate safety concerns. Finding ja Dracula heroic safety? is a... Yeah. Finding Dracula heroic is a red flag. <laughs> what does she make of... What does she make of men that really like the Joker? <laughs> uh, I want to hear. God, that is the biggest red flag of this generation. <sighs> I mean, fucking hell. How many people is she engaging with conversation? It's like about Dracula. She like sits someone down, you know, 
at the beginning of a date and she like right off the bat she goes so what's your take on dracula this is make or break this is literally make or break i do ask people these stupid questions when i meet them yeah and right underneath feel of them right underneath that there's a guy saying adult men should not wear clothes with words on them adult men adult men should not wear clothes just don't wear clothes stop that's a tautology, isn't it? Adult men. I'm convinced no. that the people on Threads are bots. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced. Dead internet that theory, G Star Games. Dead internet yeah. theory, dude. Like the amount of literal whiplash I was getting from some of the shit people were posting, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I get that when I look at your uh, Twitter. <laughs> I don't post that much at all, actually. She posts memes. Yeah, and I repost anime okay so can i tell you about the film i watched last week of course you can because i really liked it and i think simon would fucking love it i think this is right up simon street i am i'm trying to watch a film every day uh this year um just to sort of muddy the waters on what I'm posting on Letterbox and what's going to be on Yomp as well. Ah. But like, I've got so much on my watch list to, to watch. And I was like, I've got no fucking idea what to watch. So I just booted up Shudder. And uh, one of the first things on the page was uh, Destroy All Neighbours. And I thought, is okay. that an old movie? And it's like, no, it got released last week. They kill Carly Minogue and Jason Donovan. <laughs> yeah, all of the neighbours. No, and I, but I read and I said the 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 synopsis is struggling prog rock musician William Brown Ooh. finds himself in a living nightmare when he accidentally kills Vlad, his neighbour from hell. And <laughs> I'm like prog rock, all right. And the the cover's pretty, like the poster's pretty cool. And then I start watching it, and then the credits, the music's good, and then Alex is credited with Alex Winter. A la Bill and Ted. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. So anything that he's in generally is pretty cool. And there's like some good animation going on and stuff. And it's actually a genuinely very good film. It's it's self-aware um, and it's quite American Americanized humor, but a lot of it is is really good and I really recommend it. It's hilarious, and it went in all sorts of different directions I didn't imagine. Mm. But also, it's prog rock, and Alex Winter, and horror. So okay, that's that's a good combination. Yeah. Destroy all neighbors. Destroy all neighbors. Oh my god, it's like brand fucking new twenty twenty four release. Literally the newest film I have watched in age. So last week, as well, I watched some fucking awful. Awful films, not even including Ocean's Eleven. Uh, because, <laughs> I mean, I did watch American Movie on Monday and I was like, yes, that's fucking great. Inland Empire, fab, bit weird. Oh, shit. Uh, I, was thinking, I was thinking, should I put should I put some Lynch on the list for G to, to just get her in the mood? Oh, Lynch! Uh, watched... Inland Empire is a solid one. It's a real it's, solid one. It is. It's a very confusing... It's, it's like, if I fancy being pretentious, I'll put some David Lynch on and then think, mm, yes, I totally understand. <laughs> it, is, it is like a nightmare on, yeah. on, on film. Well, it's, it's not even it on is, film, it's digital. It is, um, it was done on like a DV cam, like little handy cam. Yeah. He recorded it. Uh, it. It was like, he just 
filmed loads of scenes and tried to tie them all together as he went at the end. Um, which is good. Is that and then actually I actually watched... what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just didn't. He didn't know what he was doing. He was like, "Do you want to be experimental to Laura Dern?" And Laura Dern's like, "Hell yeah, you fucking weirdo." <laughs> um, so then I watched Destroy All Neighbors. And I was like, "This is great." And then over, over the weekend, I really fucked up and I watched Friday the Thirteenth Part um, Eight. <laughs> Eight. Oh, Jason takes Manhattan. Oh my lord! I watched yeah, Feeders Three. No, why would you do this to yourself? Why would you do this? Did you get Honestly, it on Blu-ray? I I bought the DVD. Um, <laughs> I paid money for that. So, and then I watched. I got a new video, which is the the Invincible Barbarians, but it goes by Gunan, King of the Barbarians, and everyone Gunan. was wearing like a lady's wig in that oh it was absolute well, fucking bollocks oh sad sad so yeah oceans 11 wasn't even the worst film i watched this week oh Damn. i'll take that that's a worse. feed is three Fuck you me. know when you know when a, a fucking shit weird movie like that is really gets a bad rating for me that it is bad it's bad yeah bad. Uh, Sophie, can you step in and roll some dice? I can indeed. I have made three changes to my list. I was like, do you know what? Let's. I'm not sure I fancy watching these movies. I prefer to watch these. So my list currently stands at uh, The Guest, which I fucking love. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. (gasps) I was going to add that to my list at some point. Yeah. Johnny Mnemonic, Murder Ahoy, Krull, and I've added Host, which is a, a recent sort of found footagey horror movie where it's like people on a Zoom call during coronavirus lockdown. Oh. It's less than an hour, and it's supposedly very, very good, and I thought that would be a very easy, probably very fun watch for us. That's fun. a good week mm. when we watch an hour-long film. Uh, Sophie has Labyrinth, The Hidden, Ruffars, Blowout, Total Recall, and Cemetery Man. G-Star Games is, of course, locked out. I I need to replace... uh, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. The film we've just been talking about for an hour and a half. Um, uh, So it is going to be a a Simon or Sophie pick. Yes. Um, Um, I'll replace... Uh, Ocean's Eleven with uh, Perfect Blue. Oh, shit. Okay. I haven't seen that in a hot minute. Solid Mm. fucking entry. I got it on fucking DVD. Oh. Even physical format. This is my first anime. Yes. I have, have, you know, exercised a lot of restraint. Um, It's okay. I'm going to put Ninja Scroll on my list sometime. But yes, that is my first anime on the list. Ready? Rolling, rolling, rolling. It's a four. It's a four. four. Wait. Murder Ahoy, <laughs> which should be very funny, or Blowout. Oh my God. Two completely different films in tone. Well, I guess people die, you know? Maybe that's a thing in common. That's a cool All that's right. A cool thing. So, okay. odd, it's Simon, even, it's Sophie. This is a proper roll. It's even, it's a two. 
It's a Sophie pick. We're watching Blowout. That's Blowout. Um, with John Travolta and uh, Screaming and such. I have been meaning to watch this for such a long time, so... It's a solid film. It's a solid film. I have the... Well, let's not, let's not. But yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I think it's very clever. Brian De Palma directed. So I love most of his films, I'm going to be honest. That's great news. So I'm, I'm pleased, even though I didn't win and I am a little bit disappointed and angry and upset. Um, it's not the end of the world. Wait, right, so Blowout Sophie's pick. It Sophie's is. pick, Blowout. It's John Travolta. Don't watch like a porno... Um, Damn, it's rated about R. oral sex. Cool, cool, you know, blow out the the porn parody. I'm pretty sure I do have a porn called Blowout in the collection somewhere. Got so many stupid fucking porn tapes. They just they just blow a guy so much that he just is I mean, when flat. I, when I think of the word blowout, I think of a hairstyle. You know, when a woman gets a blowout. Yeah, you know, very... that is a blowout. Yeah, or like when you when you have diarrhea and you just <laughs> blow out your ass. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, it's a reference to a tire um, blowing out, having a puncture and exploding, and such. isn't that what happens to babies when they um, when they shit and it goes outside the nappy? They have a blowout. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I no, I genuinely right. think it is like. <laughs> What is wrong uh, just, with you two? <laughs> oh my god. Just look it up on Urban Dictionary uh for next week's episode. I like um, the um I like the synopsis. Very cool. I like I already like the, the premise for this. It's very mysterious. It's a, it's a very feel good movie. At the end of the film, you're gonna be leaving the cinema with a smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna go to the it's, cinema uh, and watch this. The nineteen eighty one film. Yes. Well, it's such a harrowing end to a film. My I think god. Prince Charles Cinema might show it <laughs> occasionally. Oh, oh King Prince no. Charles? What yeah. the fuck? Prince Charles Our Cinema King. in in uh, London did state that they were not gonna change their name. Damn. Oh. Well, Wow, wait, stance. Way to put their <laughs> foot down. Okay, well, this has been Yomp. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, blowout next week. Stay tuned, stay subbed. Uh, thank you for listening. Stay submissive. Stay breedable. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Yomp. And thank you, as always, to our wonderful patrons who keep us going. There are so many, so many of you, um, but the, the Giggy Yompers, the top tier, thank you so much. Bottle Gnomes, Native Blood, Lawrence, Sleepy Ditch, uh, Scott, I'm a Robot, Luck and Enki. They're top tier guys, but there are other tiers and we post notes and stuff, but I really appreciate it. See you next week.